Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hooray. Yes. Great. Jared, yeah. I'm going to request we start, start doing things different and stop saying, and the show has started, because there's nothing to really follow up with that. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, well, that's just kind of how we start. That's just kind of the thing that I do. You, I, if you have a better, we this could be like a one, two, three thing. Like I say something, and then you say something, and then Paul says something, or we do it however you want it, or you can say it, and then I have to think of something to come up with. You could say like breaking news, and then like Pat will be like, uh, East Indians have closed the banks due to funding shortages, and I'll be like, uh, Europe, Europe is in decline. And then you go, and you'll hear all this on Chubstep. And then, or and Jared, then, another boom, thing boom, would boom, be boom. previously on Chubstep podcast, just to add more editing to your plate. There we go. <laughs> previously on Chubstep podcast, and then it's just, and the show has started from the week prior. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you like all these ideas. <laughs> I don't. I like the one where we just talked in British accents for like ten minutes. People had a very love hate relationship with that episode. I heard some people. I got some. <laughs> what? What did you? Yeah, hear? I don't know why people hated it. That was like the funniest thing we've ever done on Chubstep, and people were pissed. I said it was going to be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Well, we just didn't practice. If we had practiced and went to like Juilliard acting school. And worked on our accents for years. I think it would have been funny. You know what? I'm always kind of blown away how British actors have such good English accents. Yet I couldn't figure out how to do a British accent to save my life. What do you mean, Piper? <laughs> See, Steve just <laughs> exactly nailed it right that. there. Yeah, you just <laughs> just talk like you've uh, just drank champagne and uh, you know been in. France or Tuscany or, you know, you now, know, is that racist well, against the people from the United Kingdom? I think so. Right. Cause you're basically mocking the way they speak. Yeah. I'm racist against British United Kingdom, specifically British, not Ireland or Wales or Scotland. High society. Heard it here first. Paul's racist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quote me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. How about we talk about what's going on with the banks in India, East India? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's actually getting worse than I thought over there. The, okay. The gold currency standard. Okay. Like enough of that. Pretty all right. Let's much get everywhere else. Okay. I can't. Okay. Forward. That's all they needed. 
That's all we needed. I think we covered it. So here's something I want to talk about, guys. We talked about millennials killing uh, potpourri a while back, and somehow neither of you knew what potpourri was really. Uh, And that shocked me, and that proved my point even more. I want to talk about something else millennials are killing, and it's doilies. Uh, this sounds like a poop thing. Nope. <laughs> Not a poop thing. <laughs> Pat, do you know what doilies are? What do you think? I You should know what a doily is. I don't, I don't know what... I. You always shock me with what you know and don't know. So I, I don't... Honestly, I have no idea. Is it the thing for the tabletops? Yes, yes. Okay, I didn't know that they were called that. But yes, I've seen that before in my life. Okay. That like expands it or the spinning thing on top? It's it's like those stupid things you put underneath your plate that are just decorative. They're like lacy. Well, well, I mean, you could make an argument that less crumbs get on the table and then you just sort of, you know, swing that thing over a garbage can when you're done. You could also make an argument that nobody calls him a fucking doily, Jared. <laughs> what you, that is literally the name for them if you Google doily. That's what's going to pop if you up. Google, if you Google placemat. Well, this, I'm like, not talking about placemats yeah, in general. Get placemats the, get are, the placemat. No, no, no. Put no, the that's placemat not, out there. It's not what I'm talking about. Placemats are just – placemats could be a variety of things. Placemats can be like somebody's little bamboo, like, you know – uh, yeah, I enjoy the bamboo ones. 12 by 15 rectangle. That's not what I'm talking about. Specifically doilies, which is an ornamental oh my mat, God. typically made of paper or fabric. Um, You're going to make me start the internet on my computer, which is going to make my computer fucking explode ever since I was watching that Shrek video. <laughs> when Pat <laughs> literally when Pat. has my internet hasn't worked since I was watching that. Now I got a big ass white screen on my computer. <laughs> Okay, well, Pat, what, here's what I'm going to say. For those that don't know, for those that are too ignorant to know, doilies are, it's a decorative, uh, like, mat that you put on top of it. It's specifically, like, it's not just any placement. Any placements will still be wrong. I'm saying specifically the doily. I think millennials have killed the doily. I think it's going to be no longer around in another 15, 20 years. It's obviously obsolete to bamboo placements more useful placemats will take its place. This is more for decoration at the time. At one point in time, Once, people thought this was high class. This is what a highest class person would have in their house, on their table. Really? First class. Yeah. Picture the elite but it's, of the elite. on their. You're uh, telling me it serves zero purpose. <laughs> really? Because that is high very class. Minimal, that is very high class. Very and minimal purpose. Because really. a lot of these had a lot of holes like through them. Like It's very decorative with a bunch of like just space between the actual mat and the table. So stuff would fall through. I mean, Pat has a little bit of point where some crumbs would catch on there, but a lot of it would just go through. So it's not necessarily for, you know, it's only almost purely decorative. Yeah. These look stupid as hell. These are horrible fashion. Uh, There's no way Gucci would even touch this. They would not make a Gucci brand doily. It's horrible. Okay. I just wanted to confirm that. I'll kill it. I'll kill it myself. If millennials won't do it. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's fair. Not for why you can, monkey boy. What's some of you guys want to get to? We got a lot of listener emails, so I want to make sure we get to those too before we go, you know, too far in anything too. Uh, I got some things. I want to talk about a really stupid tweet that I've wanted to talk about for two weeks now. Okay. Uh, so that should be quick. Okay. I hope I didn't tweet it. No, you didn't. The Indianapolis did. Colts tweeted it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. So this is a quote from Philip Rivers, the new quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. It said, I hear it's a heck of a locker room, and I know it's a heck of a team, just from seeing them compete each year. 
especially these past couple with this new regime. And then, so that's a quote. This is the stupid quote the Indianapolis Colts, Colts tweeted. They said, let's heckin' do this. But heckin' is spelled H-star-C-K-I-N. No. no. <laughs> what? It, what? It, it is the dumbest tweet I've ever seen in my life. What? I don't get what they're trying to do with that. Because it's like, if you're going to... They they made a swear word, which doesn't even... Like, heck stands for hell, right? I mean, that's like the, the PC version of hell. Let's helling do this. So. Like, let's helling do this doesn't even make any sense. If it were like... Let's helling do this. Like, that's not even a saying. <laughs> like, let's helling play some football. <laughs> that's a, I, I, Pat, this is a good call because none of this makes sense to me. Like, not only... Like, heck isn't a bad word if you, it's, you're trying to make, like, a unless, clean version unless of Unless you're hell. Mormon. Unless you're Mormon, that's a good point. Rivers gives me a big Mormon vibe. I I agree. I don't think he is Mormon, but I think that uh, that's kind of the vibes that he gives off for sure. Like a lot of his lifestyle or Mormon lifestyle. He's Catholic. Oh, okay. Confirmed. Um, yeah, I guess if he's devout, he's probably one of those people that's still going to like a mega church, even with the Ronies going around. Still dedicated? Yeah, there's like an interview of a lady and they're like, hey, why do you think it's okay to like still be in a big group of people? And she's like, I'm covered in Jesus's blood. I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> Jared, I don't want to get off topic too much since we got a lot of emails to get to, but are you bummed this year that you can't do the Easter egg hunt and put things like a cracked egg for little yeah. kids to open? Yes. I am very bummed about that. Cause my favorite part of Easter, well, there's kind of two sides of this. So normally I actually wouldn't have been here this weekend anyway, cause I had a wedding that I was supposed to go do the one day wedding got pushed a year. So I actually was not going to be around for Easter either way, but <clears throat> no, I cannot see. I am bummed that I cannot fill my cousin's eggs, Easter eggs with things that they don't want in there. Yeah. Like, like you're, like you're saying butters or real eggs or, um, powdered <laughs> sugar, things like that, that would just open up and explode and be uh disappointed when they get it. Um, Jay, fill one with a literal piece of shit and just get kicked <laughs> out of Easter. Well, there's a fine line between a joke and like the parents just getting pissed off at me. Cause like I still, have to <laughs> Jay, see I think that would be funny. Well, it would be funny for me. It would be funny for me, but at some point the parents would be like, <laughs> would yell, would yell at me at some point. I don't need that. All right. Maybe, yeah. Well, you could still hide eggs out, do like a neighborhood thing, like I sanitized all these eggs, they're clean, you know, scavenger hunt for the neighborhood kids, and then the kids will find eggs. Jared, you could um, squirt some hand sanitizer inside an egg. For <laughs> I love that idea. actually helping. Yes. <laughs> yes, just filled with... Well, Dude, yeah, that would be so funny. Hand sanitizer. It picks the egg up. I've, oh my god! I love it. Yeah, that's perfect. That's that's a perfect version of a uh, <laughs> of a Easter egg in nowadays world. Yeah. Jay, will you you can see out your window onto the street, right? Yeah. You should put out a basket of eggs with all filled with hand sanitizer, and like a note that actually says like you know take an egg. We're all in this together, like High School Musical, which everybody's posting on shit. Yeah, and then just videotape it. Videotape people coming up and like licking hand sanitizer or whatever these weirdos are doing. <laughs> um, well, okay. So, did you see that the thing that got a ton of buzz the other day was like that girl was like, "Oh, I'm doing the Corona challenge," and she licked like a 
airplane toilet seat. Oh, that's nothing, dude. Well, okay, this is something that people were freaking out on the internet about. I actually heard her call. This is so random. She actually called into Adam and Dr. Drew's podcast because uh, they had a guest that she knew on there. But anyway, she was on a private plane when she did that. Oh. So, but everybody was freaking out like it was, some, you know, like a public thing and she was getting all this stuff. And, it, you know, I heard the backstory. This is where it's, you know, this is why it's hard to believe anything you really see anymore. Um, because there's always some backstory like that. Explain as you would a child. Let's do some emails here before we go too far. Um, we have to go back quite a bit to find the ones here. Okay. Uh, uh, this is from Chubstep L. Oh, boy. She says, Paul's Big Bat, conspiracy alert. Did the Truso start COVID-19? I'd like to reference oh, the picture attached with the bat found under Paul's couch. Do we know what happened to the bat after it was found? Did Paul drink one too many hurricanes and undercook his meat. <laughs> so, Steed, she's referencing all past Chubstep stuff. Like, this picture is on, uh, you go to Chubstep podcast uh, Instagram. Uh, this picture of the bat that was underneath Paul's couch is alive, you know, is, is there. And then also, Paul has mentioned many times that he has undercooked his food and been in trouble. That is also true. And Hurricanes, that's a shout-out to New Orleans when I met up with V-Dog. Yes. Uh, so what are your what's your rebuttal here, Paul? I'm going to just drop off the call and leave okay. the country. Because <laughs> we've now had multiple things that tie you to kind of like patient zero, the start of this whole thing. You referencing yeah, that you bad. wanted a bunch that's of old people. That's not a good look. It's not. You wanted, um, you referenced a, you wanted a, something that would kill a bunch of old people, and then so you could take their houses, and now there's a picture of you with a bat underneath your couch. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do what any good politician does. I'm gonna flip this on L. Okay. Uh, she was the one that cooked the bat. Okay. That's it. I'm gonna flip it on her. Okay. Good. Okay. That was it. She cooked the bat. I gave her the bat afterwards. Okay. Um, she she was like, "Hey, can I have that bat?" I was like, "All right, you weirdo." And I just gave her the bat. I thought it was for like a Halloween decoration, and she ate it. Okay. And then went to China. That's fair. That's not fair, but <laughs> that's that's the story I'm standing by. Okay, there you go. Uh, all right, we had an email here from, uh, whoa, a couple of these. Uh, from Smacko, and then a couple follow-ups here. It says, uh, this is... <laughs> um, when we talked about when okay, Smacko a couple of weeks ago, he mentioned that how come Sultan doesn't let in April spritzers, and we all said, "What the hell is Smacko talking about?" Do you remember that? Yeah, that pissed me off. Yeah, so he followed up and he said, "I need to stop sending drunk emails. I'm sorry." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "He said, how far can you hit a golf ball, assuming you bought your club, not necessarily a driver." At the nearest Goodwill. If everyone gets nine swings and one throw, who would win? Winner determined by max drive distance plus throw distance. Okay. Uh, so you have to buy a golf club at Goodwill. So you're not using like your fanciest brand here, but you're buying, you know, you're using whatever a good, Goodwill golf club is. Um, Woods. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you get everyone gets nine swings and one throw, who would win? 
between the three of us. Uh, out of the three of us? Yeah. Well, I don't really golf, so I'd probably come in last. Okay. How far can you throw, though? Yeah, can you throw pretty good? You know, I used to be able to throw pretty good. I've, as of recent, been going home and playing with the dogs in the yard and throwing the ball, and it's been a few years. Um, so I'm going to just take the L on this one. <laughs> okay. So a negligible lose. distance when compared to golf swings. I can, What kind of ball? We're talking about a golf ball? A golf ball, yeah. Yeah, you can throw the golf ball. I probably have to get a few warm-ups in. What if we gave Pat one baseball hit instead of a golf hit? You can use a baseball bat. Wooden, of course. Hmm. I'm okay with it. One of my uh, favorite memories of a kid was my cousin uh, decided we should play baseball in the front yard with actual baseball. That was probably the dumbest idea ever um, because it lasted one pitch. (laughs) And the ball was gone? (laughs) And the ball hit a car. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Jared's favorite memory of a kid ever was when he just walked into a gym shower. What? That's it? (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of the... (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So the order would be me, then Steed, then Pat uh, Smacko to answer your question. Whoa! Jay, I, I, I would beat you, dude. No, you would. I, I golf quite a bit. So not, you know, I golf significantly more uh, than you. Uh, I, I, significant. Nah, dude. I would slam that thing. It's got to be within a certain fairway distance, or else it doesn't count. Okay, you're right. If we count in certain fairway distances, Steed would win. I'm out driving you all day, bro. <laughs> and I would have a hard time because I'm used to extended clubs, and these would be normal size clubs. So you, uh, you'd win. You see, you'd be yep, screwed. I'd be, I'd be screwed. Right in my sweet so, spot. So uh, Coach has a follow-up to uh, Smacko's thing here. He says, are you still in the goodwill when swinging and to or swinging from your yard balcony? And Smacko replied to that. He said, you buy the clubs in the St. Charles Goodwill, Foxfield Commons. So Smacko did some research there. (laughs) (laughs) And then you road trip together to the Indianapolis Topgolf for the contest. Pat, weird uh, Indianapolis reference there. So, okay, so it's it's at the Topgolf contest it's at uh it's at the indianapolis top golf uh so same result there but i changed my result i would come in second place okay (laughs) okay that would move me to first you're right and then he says who is the dj shotgun who is the driver and what does the backseat person do during the ride uh play pokemon emerald on a game boy advance nap read etc so who would drive who would be backseat who would be in shotgun slash dj um, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't have a car, so I'm not driving. Okay. Um, you two guys don't listen to the music I like, so I'm not DJing. And I'm in the back seat, probably on my phone, or listening to my own music on my headset. Way to talk <laughs> shit. In the- you don't think that's a little <laughs> weird of a move to be sitting in a car that's and be listening accurate. to your own music? <laughs> no, I don't think that's weird at all, especially if you're driving for a while. What if I just put on like Guns N' Roses' best hits? 10 hour version uh yeah i guess i don't need to put headphones on for that all right sweet it would be sweet child of mine 
for 10 hours. <laughs> just the one song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's, I can either slow it down so it plays over 10 hours or just keep repeating it. That's your choice. Remember, can we're you only. play like the uh, Step Brothers version of that song? <laughs> yeah, it'll be mixed in every two hours. All right. I figured it out here. Here we go, boys. So on our drive from the uh, St. Charles, Illinois. Uh, Goodwill Donation Center to the Top Golf in Indianapolis. That drive is actually exactly three hours and thirty minutes. Um, Sweet Child of Mine album version length is five minutes and fifty-five seconds. We would listen to Sweet Child of Mine on repeat sixty-five times. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so, oh my goodness! I think you would get a little sick of it, but that'd be the way there and way back, total of sixty-five times, and then we'd be partway through it by the time we arrived back. So. That's not um, but I, I think um, Steed would probably drive because he has the newest car, and then I could be in charge of just whoa. making sure that it. Yeah, uh, it's Steed. <laughs> no, I well, I drive a sweet uh, Ford Focus ST. ST stands for Steed Trim because they custom made Steed Trim. Uh, it's pretty sick. It's got like two hundred fifty-five horsepower, um, turbocharged. <laughs> you guys can just look it up. <laughs> So it's not a piece of shit BMW, right? Exactly. <laughs> Hell no, brother. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, brother. So, uh, coach, <laughs> coach responded to actually this. So actually, we're all wrong. He said it is Dan's car, but Smacko drives. Uh, Chubstep Dan sits shotgun. No DJ because anyone else in the car has to sing the entire twenty-one album by Adele from memory on repeat until you get there. No assistance from the stereo. Okay. Well, guess they're not invited anymore. <laughs> So, Jump Stuff Dan is going uh, with as well. So, there's a, there's a lot going on in this email. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Uh, let's see here. The next email is from Chubstep Stuff Zach. Oh, God. Uh, he said, oh, this is a little dated because XFL actually isn't going on right now, but he said, XFL is greater than NFL. Paul would disagree because Buffalo doesn't have a team. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the XFL's you know, dope. You know, it's pretty chill. But the Buffalo Bills are not in the XFL. and the But they should go to the XFL after they were cheated out of a playoff victory by the NFL. Just so J.J. Watt could advance one more round. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed the XFL more than I thought I would. I enjoyed watching it. Um, I'd say it's a good, like, supplement, but I, I don't think I'll ever like it better than the NFL. No, the players are less athletic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. No matter what kind of rule change and stuff like that, you just have a worse quality of game because it's, it's not the best of the best. Yeah, they definitely have better kickoffs. I will say Yes, that. there's stuff that I like better, but it's not of an overall thing. I'm not going to ever like it more. Okay. Yeah. Um, Whatever, Jay. Here's the next email. Uh, the subject is chubstep.podcast at gmail.com, so people remember that's where you email. <laughs> uh, it says, Pat, when are we going to get your soundtrack review for Kangaroo Jack? This music, oh God. <laughs> this music blog that I check daily hasn't been updated since October of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have it. I'll have it for you next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. I would really love that, Pat. Kangaroo Jack. I'm just, I think the Baja Boys are in that. Are they? Like, I'm curious about this. Uh, I remember that being a pretty pop, and I might have had that soundtrack. Are you serious? 
Maybe you guys can. I do don't it. know why I'm remembering vividly Kangaroo Jack. It is the the Spotify. It is on Spotify under Kangaroo Jack original <laughs> motion picture soundtrack by various artists. <clears throat> you got some options. Looks like there's some good ones. Some good ones on there, Pat. Oh yeah, these are very good. Very very good. Uh, <laughs> very good movie. Have you seen Kangaroo Jack, Pat? I saw it in theaters actually. Okay, there you go. So you should remember you should remember that quite <laughs> quite well. That should be great. Uh starting Anthony Anderson. Everybody loves him. So uh then the next part of this. Hi, I'm Jared and I'm reading this email out loud for our listeners, my co host and myself. I'm all about me, baby. Thanks, Smacko. <laughs> There's never been a more accurate email. <laughs> Uh, great, great, great. Thank you, Smacko. Great, guys. I'm all about me, baby. Okay, so, um, Steed, is there something you want to get to? Yeah, I want to bring down Mayor Lightfoot. Whoa! <laughs> That's the mayor of Chicago. <laughs> Let's hear it. Oh, we're taking her down. Um, so she thinks it's socially distancing acceptable to get a haircut while shutting down the rest of the hairdressers in Chicago. I did not see that. You didn't see... Oh, dude, people are outraged. I did because a bunch of snowflakes just like Paul are upset about it. Uh, upset? Upset about it? I'm out here not... I got it. I cut my own hair. I went in my bathroom. I cut my own hair. You're bald. I took off eight, eight inches. I had hair like two weeks ago. Ask Jared. Remember, Jared? I just saw you on GoTo meeting and you were bald. <laughs> that was... Last week, one week ago, I cut my hair two weeks ago. You look like a space creature now. (laughs) Well, I used to look like a crackhead or something. I don't know. But now I'm bald. And Larry Lightfoot (laughs) went... I can't make a rhyme. I was going to make like a sick rhyme. But anyway, she got a haircut. So, you know what, people of Chicago? Go nuts. You can go outside. You can start licking all the subway polls you can do whatever you want it doesn't matter anymore your mayor's a liar speaking <laughs> of outside it was like 70 degrees in chicago today there were a lot of people outside it was kind it's of beautiful. sad to see sad what do you mean sad to see i walked by this one dog park and there was not social distancing going on dude social i listened to this one hour long phone call with the doctor and he's like as long as you just you're not gonna get it from like the air it's just you're touching stuff. Like, don't shake anybody's hand. You're good. Dogs, I pet a dog today. It was a Rottweiler. It was fucking adorable. Pat, so a lot of people are using a lot of tricks they learned here on Chubstep to avoid any things in the air. Um, I've heard that Sour Patch Kids and cigarettes are a good way of avoiding uh, airborne uh, ronies. That was some pretty good original content. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got a, <laughs> I got a text from one of our other Rona experts. Let me, let me just bust this out here. Everybody, chill. Okay, this is the, our original coronavirus expert who is actually working on a coronavirus vaccine, but she wasn't allowed to publicly cla- comment. So I blacklisted her from Chubset Podcast. Wow, hero. But she li- she listened to the episode and she said listening to your COV chub step is physically painful. 
sometimes the truth and hurts, I right, Steve? Is that what you told her? Sometimes the truth hurts. I responded, why is it bad sound quality? And then she corrected me on Jenna's virus that she had. She had chikungunya. <laughs> I, I don't know how I said it in the last episode, but it was probably not that. <laughs> You're talking about your other sister's disease that she had. Right? <laughs> yeah, her Haitian mosquito disease. Yeah. She well, was out there serving Christ, bro. <laughs> Took one for the team. I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Um, okay, so I, my favorite thing to come out of all this, though, is all the Lori Lightfoot memes. If people not in Chicago haven't, probably a lot of people not in Chicago have not seen these, but basically there's a lot of memes of like a big public event and then there'll be a picture of the Chicago mayor and then there'll, there'll be that event, but nobody will be there. Um, <laughs> the favorite, My favorite one I saw was uh, Jesus and his apostles at like, the last supper and then there's a picture of her standing there and then there's just jesus by himself at the big table <laughs> uh so there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff to, you know some good humor to come out of all this well she wore that big giant suit and she, she's done yeah yeah <laughs> that suit was ridiculous well that's the thing it's like scotty Pippen's suit in the 1990s uh you know it's like an nba player suit in the 1990s you gotta like <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's you gotta get a fitted suit you got to get a fitted suit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have six. Yes, exactly. Okay, if you got like stage, you get six. Um, yeah. Okay, I want to do uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton movie review. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor. Once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, it's like this. You can say three but not four. It's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and just like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut lower. the f- up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a the guy who was six five and shrunk him down for the. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God damn it. I mean, seriously. What is a dwarf? Of course he's that short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? Here's a movie I know you guys have seen. I'm going to start listing off the... Oh, I don't know if you've seen it, but you definitely know it. But I'm going to start listing off the people in it, and you're going to tell me what the movie is. Uh, Eddie Griffin from Undercover Brother. Everybody knows him from Undercover Brother. I was going to say Undercover Brother. Perfect. It's not Undercover Brother, but it just he's in that. Um, Keith David, Jason Isaacs, Peter Stromer. All these people I'm saying you might not know their name, but you definitely know their face. Michael Clark Duncan, former, uh, he was married to Omarosa. People think that Omarosa killed him. I don't know if that's true, but that Wait, is. Wait, what? People do think his family, I've heard rumors that his family thinks that Omarosa killed him. They were married, though, or engaged or married. Michael Clark Duncan. Um, Owen Wilson. Wow. Shanghai Knights. Yep. <laughs> Is Will- it? No. William Fitchner. Oh, damn it. <laughs> William Fitchner, Steve Buscemi, Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck, Billy Bob Thornton, Bruce Willis. Die Hard. No. <laughs> I don't know what else Bruce Willis Pat. is in. Any idea, Pat? 
No. Directed by Michael Bay, known for his big explosions and things like that. Oh, okay. We can do this. Batman. Nope. Uh, Gone Girl. It was. I'll, I'll give you a year. 1998. Oh, my. Blade Runner. Nope. The Blade one. No Blades. Um, I'll give you another hint. This is going to be a pretty good hint. Um, it has to do with space. Oh, Asteroid One. What's Armageddon. Armageddon, yes. It's Armageddon. Woo! Take that, Jared. <laughs> yeah, you guys, got, you guys got me good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so people remember Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Thornton appeared in Bandits in 2001, a couple years later. I loved that movie. That was top tier for me. Um, and they were also in the astronaut farmer together, which I have not reviewed yet, but, um, anyway, Armageddon 1998, this is a big movie. Uh, at the time, this was the biggest, uh, blockbuster, not accounting for inflation. Uh, it made the most money at the time. So anyway, this is a huge success. It's about the world. Basically it starts off hot. It starts off right away. Um, there's a big asteroid that's coming towards earth. They basically decide that if they don't drill into this asteroid and insert a bomb into it and blow up the asteroid, that the asteroid will come and destroy Earth as we know it. It'll hit, Shit. create a wave that's like three miles high, and it'll wipe out everything. Um, what do you guys remember of this movie? Aerosmith. Oh, yes. Aerosmith? That was all the promos. Oh, really? Well, first of all, Liv Tyler yeah. is in the movie. Yeah. Okay. And then that's when that song came out. Um, what's that the slow song? I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, I don't, don't want to miss a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bruce Willis and his daughter. I don't want to spoil the review or the movie. but Yeah. You can spoil there it. There you go. Oh, spoil it? Uh, yeah. I saw this in a couple waiting rooms. I don't think I ever actually watched it. Um, Bruce Willis is like, I get it. I got to slam dunk this babe. And his daughter's like, don't do it. I'm married to Owen Wilson. Nope. And Bruce Willis is like, nope. I don't care. I'm going out on that asteroid and blows it up. And for some reason, he had to die too because NASA forgot stuff. And then Bruce Willis sacrificed himself. Man, you have some parts of this correct. Um, but I will say her love interest in the movie, you know, I, I'll, I'll leave people who haven't seen it to not know what the spoiler part of it is. But What's accurate in that? But I will say that Ben Affleck is her love interest, not Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson actually oh my, is a pretty minor what's role. What's Owen Wilson doing then? Owen Wilson is barely in this. Like he's so. What happens basically is they get a they get a drilling crew to bring up to uh, the moon or not the moon, the asteroid. So they want like professional drillers. So Owen Wilson was a professional driller. He's playing uh, <laughs> he's Oscar, a pro driller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Owen actually, Wilson is a driller. <laughs> uh he has one of my favorite quotes in that movie. I have to look it up. Uh, Owen Wilson says something like, um, I'll come back to it, Jared. Because there's obviously so many unrealistic parts of this movie, but you kind of suspend some disbelief with a movie like this, right? Um, but there was one thing that really stood out to me that I couldn't look past. It, it, it's, it's showing like a bunch of people around the world like freaking out that the world might end, right? So it's like showing people in France and people in New York and I'm walking here, you know, like those kind of people, right? So then it, it pans over to India and I notice something. I'm like, what is this about? This doesn't look right. 
So there's a bunch of people kneeling down and praying in front of the Taj Mahal. Do you guys know what's wrong with that? Yeah, that's not in India. (laughs) Man, good guess, Steve. That's a very good guess. No, the Taj Mahal is not a temple. The Taj Mahal is just a tomb. Um, Uh, Sorry, Maybe it's a spiritual place for the it's, locals, Jay. Yeah, no, I did. So I so this looked weird to me too because I was like, this is odd. Like no, like if anybody's been to the Taj Mahal, like I have, uh, you go in there oh, and there's literally flex. there's literally almost nothing on the inside. <laughs> it's literally just one big tomb sitting there. Like it, it's it's mostly just like a cool looking tomb. So it's 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 not like there's a bunch of stuff to do there. So a bunch of people doing this. So I I googled. I just googled. Uh, you know, Armageddon Taj Mahal. I'm like, has anybody noticed that this isn't right? So this guy named uh, Sri Ray, <laughs> he he's just on Twitter, just going off a rant on on Armageddon. He said, the biggest crime in Armageddon is that the Taj Mahal is a mosque for a dead Muslim queen, not a temple. And Hindus depicted with their hands together and raised don't pray don't pray in front of a tomb. Furthermore, a Muslim one. Oh. So he also Dude, Michael fu- Bay fucked up. You know, it's a symbol of India. It's the best spot you could get to be like, oh, this is people in India all doing the same thing here. But it doesn't really. It's not accurate to think. So this was my biggest issue with the movie. Uh, forget all the times where they're just jumping and flying through space and somehow can maneuver their. You know, sp- they fly around the spacecraft around the asteroid like how they do at Star Wars. I mean, it's like <laughs> they're like maneuvering this this you know space shuttle like around asteroid like smaller meteors and like it's insane watching this flying scene and it could have definitely done with a lot less of that um but it's entertaining did you guys remember liking this movie uh yeah it was okay i I mean we were young when it came out but i do remember seeing it um i don't think i've seen it in a long time but i remember it being watchable yeah i'm gonna say i have the quote jared yeah found let's hear it you doing oscar Great. I got that excited, scared feeling. Like ninety-eight percent excited, two percent scared. Maybe it's more. It could be two. It could be ninety-eight percent scared, two percent excited. But that's what makes it so dense. Is it so confused? I can't really figure it out. Is this? <laughs> is this how you feel a lot of times, Pat? Do you feel like it captured your essence? No, Jared. I just thought it was a funny quote. Okay, <laughs> that's a that's he's like all over the place. It sounds like somebody was writing the script, and they write that, and they're just like, "Fuck it, leave it." So the, yeah, these were kind of my things with with Armageddon. I actually did. I would say you know I actually watched it. I'd seen it earlier, but I rewatched it again, uh, and I would say that honestly, it still holds up. So really, yes. I, I would I, I I'm gonna give it a top tier. Like it's not like an amazing like here's what I'll say. For what it is, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's not one of the ones you're gonna be like, you know, oh every you know, you have to check this out or like this kind of thing. But I would say if you're looking for like a, you know, end of the world type scenario movie, there's there's so many of these that are so bad. This is top tier for, for the kind of genre that it is for me. So it's a it's a Davy Crockett on the Alamo scale for Billy Bob Thornton, top tier. And and I should say Billy wow. Thornton in this movie, he's like the head of NASA. So yeah, he like does NASA shit. Yeah, and and he goes from like uh, last movie we we're talking about Eagle Eye, and he was the head of kind of like the FBI type scenario. Now he's kind of up in NASA, so he's kind of going back to back roles here of him being involved in government, uh, you know, agencies. So there you go. Was there anything you wanted to talk about? Yeah, but it involves penises. 
Okay. <laughs> um, Jared, I got invited to another group on Facebook by what? my aunt. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like something like I think my aunt would enjoy, but it's like, why would you invite me to join this group? <laughs> what is so it? I, I'll get to it. I didn't hit accept or decline. Uh, I, I didn't want to hit decline because I didn't know if she got notified that I declined it or not. Yes. But so just pending. Anyway, I didn't accept it. This thing is literally my entire feed is just right now what's happening in St. Charles, Illinois. Yeah. And then this group called Let There Be Light, which is supposed to shed positivity during this time. Oh, no. And, you know, I get the concept, and there are some, like, things. They're like, oh, keep um, my daughter in your thoughts. She's a nurse on the front, you know, battleground right now. And, you know, picture gets, like, 3,000 likes. But then it's like, oh, pray for my aunt. She has COVID. It's like, what does sharing that to that group actually accomplish? Uh, through the power of Christ, all things are possible, Pat. Sure, I guess, but wouldn't you also argue that one prayer is just as mighty as many? Is that in the Bible? I'll have to check it out. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to, uh, that's a good quote, Pat. Pat, you know what? Put that shit on a bumper sticker. You just made it. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I like it. That was good. That was hot shit. That's good. I think if I use God to make money, then I'm going to turn into Joel Olstein, and nobody likes that asshole. Yeah, but I mean, the church is much worse people than Joel Olstein. There's much. I would Joel Olstein is not the best example of of somebody that that you know tries to get money off God. There's people. I've actually are... seen him in person, and believe it or not, he's a jag off in person. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did you call him out? No, I didn't call him out. I was worried. Uh, no. <laughs> that would have been funny. It's a long hey, Joel. Hey, Joel, you pussy. <laughs> I just remember someone asked to take a picture with him, and he said, make it quick. Oh, my God. What is this guy's problem? He wasn't even doing anything. He was just standing around. That's pretty rude. Yeah, this is like 10 years ago, but it, it happened. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put him on blast. We just did put him on Twitter. blast. On Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Tag him in this when the episode drops. All right. I want to do, um, if there's something, Paul, I'd, like, is your thing like a real thing or you don't want to talk about that? I just want to know what the longest time you guys have went without getting an erection. <laughs> you know, I would yeah. say when's, when's like the longest I've been asleep, but you know, I wake up with those things all the time. So how do you really know? Wow. See, mine is in like the four month range. Oh God, I don't think that's normal, Paul. That's not. You have a, a baseball cap that you should give to Paul. I'm trying to think which one that is. Oh my, yeah, I know. It, okay, Mike Stuns one. Yeah, I've kind of extends a baseball cap. Oh yeah, I think I've worn that before. It didn't help. <laughs> we'll see what we can do for you, Steve. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they also, you know, they sell these awesome pills players. at the gas station. I always wonder who actually buys those. That's I always yeah. I always wonder that too. Some of the stuff in the gas I wonder who buys like 90% of the stuff in the gas station. <laughs> That's it's like the pills called like Black Panther. Yes. Oh yeah. See, so yeah, off-brand like, uh, off-brand extend, like <laughs> extend your lead time or something. 
<laughs> Dude, it extends everything. Those Dude, things are apparently just super pills. Those It'll are... make you big, strong, fast, last long. Oh my and god. And make a gallon of semen. It just it's I'm insane. Like, wow. And somebody's got to be I knew a guy who he had his little brother and him still living at home and he found this like jar of pills and it was like ball busters or something. <laughs> oh my god. And it was like amazing orgasms. <laughs> How is it better? <laughs> so I don't know. One one spinoff story of that. Uh, me and Steed one time. It was it coming back from the Badlands. I don't know where it was, Steed. But we we went into the gas station because they always have those things that you can buy in the gas station, and, uh, like bathrooms. Pat, like the little uh, like fifty cents, seventy five cents. Oh you put a couple, yeah, <laughs> a couple oh, quarters, yeah. and like they're like either they're sprays or condoms or something like that. There's different things that they sell. Me and Steed were just like, whoever buys these, let's buy one of these. And we bought the French tickler, which <laughs> the French tickler was a condom that had a like little, it was like somebody just stuck like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Like rubber. It's like they just glued on some like, uh, I, I, they were like a, a stud. Of, yeah. Like rubber pump? studs onto it. It was clearly like a normal condom that somebody just glued something onto and it, it was ripped. So ridiculous. It looked so ridiculous. And so we blew it up into like a balloon and let it fly away. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody tried it on. Uh, Wouldn't it fit <laughs> for all we know. It's still, it's still flying up in the air right now, even though we didn't fill it with helium. It just was bouncing around the ground, but <laughs> for all we know, it's still around. <laughs> yeah. Not recommended. Not recommended. Next year on the Easter egg hunt, you should get one of those and put that in there. <laughs> oh my God. That's Again, worse than poop. I like, <laughs> I, I like you bringing this full circle as we're wrapping up the podcast. Uh, but I, I, I definitely will consider it. Again, I, I feel like it'd send a bad message to the parents. So far, you've recommended putting in an actual piece of shit and then a condom <laughs> into Easter eggs for children. Um, but I... <laughs> I appreciate. I'm just the, trying to take you down before the Snapchat people take you down. <laughs> okay, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, there we go. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, I see a picture of this thing online. That is wild. The French tickler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'll post it. I'll post that on uh, on Shubstep's Instagram. <laughs> oh God. Good, good. That's what the people want, baby. Yeah, it's it's very Where do I odd. Find these. I just want to like know if it like does the trick. Or... I don't think <laughs> I don't think it will. You're no. more likely to get Pat. injured while using it than to prevent uh, uh, sexually yes. transmitted. This disease. I I guarantee this does none of the actual purposes of a normal condom, and I I would say it works probably <laughs> as good as uh, any of those pills that you could find at the front. Don't <laughs> don't go for gas stations for any of your needs other than gas and weird drinks if you want some of those for pat yeah but you know they're also protecting or they're practicing safe sex jared so at the end of the day what's more important to you yeah good point good point i guess this is better than nothing abstinence bro (laughs) yeah dog (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right we'll we'll wrap it up on that note uh people (laughs) email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com rate the show on itunes and new episodes every Thursday. And share the podcast with a friend. And for that, you'll be eternally rewarded. And, uh, and you won't get pillars. COVID-19. And you won't get COVID-19. Uh, probably. 
I'll say it as a fact. Steve will say it as a fact. Uh, here's what I will say. Nobody that has recommended this podcast to somebody else has gotten COVID-19 so far that I know Ex- of. Except except my sister, Jenna. Has she recommended the podcast to somebody else? I, I think she has, but that was before we made this statement. That was before the statement. Anything before the statement does not count. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So sue me. <laughs> so sue me. Perfect. All right. Uh, and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin. I just want to I just want to throw that out there. I'm a normal guy. <laughs>